0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Before we begin, the following podcast contains discussions about suicide. If you or anyone you know may be affected by this, There's a link in the episode notes to the Samaritans' website and phone number. And do consider if you should continue listening.
0: Public Media Relations, Jennifer
2: Trimble. Oh, hi, Jennifer. It's James Beale here from the Times newspaper. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for agreeing to speak to us. No problem. So if you, first of all, could just introduce yourself, give your name and your rank.
0: My name is Jennifer Trimble. I'm a public and media relations sergeant for Peel Regional Police. We're located outside of Toronto in Ontario, Canada.
2: You guys have some news. Can you tell me what's happened over the last 24 hours?
0: Certainly. (laughs) Certainly. Earlier yesterday, Peel Regional Police's 11-Division Criminal Investigation Bureau arrested and charged 57-year-old Kenneth Law of Mississauga.
2: Last week, we released a three-part podcast series about a Canadian man who's been selling a poison to young, vulnerable adults, some of whom had taken it to end their lives. Now, less than a week after publishing the final episode, That man has been arrested in Canada and charged on two counts of aiding or counselling suicide. You're listening to Stories of Our Times, from The Times and Sunday Times. I'm James Beale, social affairs editor at The Times. This is Poison, a podcast about the suicide of a young British man and the questions it raises. Now we have an update. Part 4. Kenneth Law is Arrested. Late on Tuesday night, I got a message. I'd been alerted that Peel Police, a local force in Ontario, Canada, were about to give a press conference. I watched it on YouTube and saw a senior police officer taking questions
1: from local journalists. I can't really comment on, on the investigation or any investigations in the UK. Um, our focus is our investigation here. It's all
2: focused on Kenneth Law. He's the man whose website I'd linked to up to seven deaths, who told me he'd sent his poison to hundreds of people in the UK. The same man who when I confronted him in a car park outside of Toronto, told me he was simply selling a product. And we won't be identifying this substance so as not to alert people to it. Now, he was arrested and charged with two counts of aiding or counselling suicide. The press conference continued.
1: It's been a, a really hard slog. Our, our, our investigators have done a lot of legwork and we've used multiple... Uh, avenues of investigation.
2: Then, after a question from one of the journalists, the officer said something I really wasn't expecting.
1: You the you we're aware that uh, packages were shipped to uh, over 40 countries. We're aware of 1,200 packages that have been shipped. Now, not
2: I was shocked. They just said that 1,200 packages, believed to be linked to Kenneth Law, had gone to over 40 countries. This was a massive revelation, especially considering local media were there to find out about two potential victims, both Canadian. Yesterday morning, I got on the phone to Sergeant Jennifer Trimble from Peel Police, I started by asking her what more she knew about those two deaths in Ontario.
0: So there's not much that we can tell you about the deaths in, within the region. We do suspect that they are related to the ingestion of a poisonous substance and they've connected that substance to be distributed by Mr. Kenneth Law.
2: And has Kenneth Law entered a plea yet?
0: No, Mr. Law will be appearing before the courts for a bail hearing.
2: I watched that bail hearing via Zoom. I sat in a small office in the Times newsroom. In fact, it was next door to the room from which I'd called Kenneth Law to make that undercover call to him in episode two of this series, in which he told me that he'd sent his poison to hundreds of people in the UK. Now I saw a man sitting on a chair, his hands cuffed in front of him. Kenneth Law was dressed in a dark zip-up top and tan chinos. He looked every one of his 57 years. It was very brief, and after various words from the judge, his bail hearing was adjourned till Tuesday next week. For now, Kenneth Law remains in custody. Back to Sergeant Trimble. And in terms of the next steps then, I, I know there's a, there's a bail hearing. What happens after that? When might we be looking at for a trial?
0: There's so many different nuances that could change the timeline the investigation, although we have been investigating since March, the arrest happened yesterday, that doesn't mean that the investigation is complete. There are warrants that could be executed, more information is gathered, there's different leads to follow up and, and track down. There's This is still the infancy of the investigation, frankly, so it could take some time before this goes to trial, I, I really just don't know how long it would take for that.
2: How many more deaths potentially linked to Kenneth Law are you investigating?
0: That's something that's currently under investigation. It's not information that I could provide at the moment. We will only be investigating deaths within the region. Now that this information has been brought forward to us, we will be looking or reviewing other deaths to see if there's any connection there.
2: Do you know of anyone else selling this substance?
0: I'm not aware of anybody else selling this substance. Clearly, this would be something that would be a part of the investigation, though. Um, so they they will be looking into potential um, other distributors. It, it's this is really important. I mean, this is public safety that we're talking about, and, and clearly we want to um, shut down any other websites if this is something that we do come across.
2: You've said that you believe there are 1,200 packages linked to companies associated with Kenneth Law that have been shipped to more than 40 countries. That's correct. How big do you think this could be? Uh, How many deaths are we talking about in total potentially?
0: That's something I I really can't speak to. It would be pure speculation. We're not 100% sure what were in these packages. That's under investigation as well. So really, I don't think that it would be uh, good to even speculate at this point.
2: How long have you been looking into his activities?
0: My information is that the investigation started in March. I can't say specifically when Mr. Law, his name came up or how it came up within the investigation.
2: Were you alerted to it by our reporting at The Times?
0: I don't have information to that.
2: We've been looking at Kenneth Law, investigating him for a little while, and we believe he's been operating his website. For just under two years, is there any reason why he wasn't investigated sooner by Peel Police?
0: That's a, it's alarming to hear that that website's been up that long. Um, what I can say is, we if we did not know that this was happening, it's hard to investigate it. Until it's brought to our attention, we wouldn't have been investigating. I, it wasn't until the the death occurred in March that we believed was related to a substance being ingested that led us to the investigation bringing up the name of Kenneth Law.
2: And do you have a message for anyone whose loved ones may have taken their own life after buying Kenneth Law's poison?
0: For the family members who have lost uh, loved ones, it, it's... A tragic set of circumstances, and I would hope that you speak to someone professionally to deal with the emotions that are related to the death of your loved ones. You know, the mental health and well being of our community is our main priority, and we will not tolerate criminal actions by those who prey on vulnerable individuals in our region. And I believe that that's a sincere feeling for all police agencies. We are concerned about our people and we are just asking that the public be cautious and vigilant of online activities Uh, if anyone notices payment or transactions we ask that you contact your local police department
3: when did you see the video when did you watch that press conference
2: Uh, about Half past one in the morning. It It was quite
3: late, wasn't it? It was on
2: extremely late, yeah. um, Because of the time difference, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it was still quite late by Canadians. I was in the Times studio with my producer, Will, who'd also watched the police press conference. So one of the things that we didn't know with Kenneth
3: Law's age, he's 57.
2: Yeah, he's been a bit of an enigma throughout this investigation. I found it quite hard to get many details on him and much of his backstory.
3: Yeah, it was quite weird because when I watched a press conference, said he was 57 and I, it sort of dawned on me that we didn't actually know his age until now. Um, in the last few days, have you managed to learn anything else about his backstory? Yeah, we now know that he
2: has um, been living in a basement flat yeah. in a detached house in Mississauga, which is about 45 minutes outside of Toronto um, on the shores of Lake Ontario.
3: Okay, so that's where we definitely know he lives, because obviously before that, we knew where he worked. Is there anything else that you've sort of learned?
2: Yes. Um, Crucially, we also know that in 2020, just four months before he registered his poison website, Kenneth Law filed for bankruptcy. Right. Public records show that he had debts of more than 134,000 Canadian dollars. That's just a bit more than 78,000 pounds. And he said he had just 3,700 Canadian dollars, or just over 2,000 pounds, to his name. And that was in 2020? That was in April 2020. And we know that he registered his poison website in August of that year.
3: Okay. We now know, of course, that he's been arrested and charged. And I should state at this point that he remains innocent until proven guilty. Moving on... What about here in the UK? What's been going on in regards to Kenneth Law and his operation since we put out the last episode of the podcast?
2: We now know that the National Crime Agency, who are a government agency that, among various things, tackle crimes that spread across regional and international borders, uh, they've received Information from the Canadian authorities, yeah, um, which includes a list of UK buyers from Kenneth Law's websites, and have notified all police forces across Britain. Right. And since then, I know that officers in the UK have spent the past few days conducting what they're terming welfare checks on those um, names and addresses.
3: What's the, what's the welfare check?
2: They'll be going round to. They'll obviously have this list of people in front of them. They'll yeah. be going round to their homes checking if they're okay and seizing any unused
3: packets of the substance. And that's been happening? Yes. And you said at the end of part three of this podcast that you would continue to investigate Kenneth Law and death linked to his website. We knew of up to seven people um, who had taken his poison and died. In the last few days, sadly, that number has gone up. Can you just talk me through that? Yeah. So previously we knew of up to seven. Yeah.
2: um, But since the podcast has come out, I've had various people get in touch and I'm now aware of up to 13 deaths linked to his website. Eight of those are here in the UK, three are in the US, and there's the two that he's been arrested for in Canada. This series began with the life of 22-year-old Tom Parfitt. Tom was a talented university student who died by suicide in October 2021 after buying poison from Kenneth Law. After learning of the arrest, I called Tom's father, David, for a quick chat. Good morning. Good morning, David. How are you?
1: I'm very well, thanks. Good to talk to you.
2: Uh, are you at work or are you at home?
1: Yeah, I'm at work. I'm hiding out in my boss's office. So hopefully it's uh, got the required sound quality. (laughs) I think so.
2: (laughs) So where were you when you heard that Kenneth Law had been arrested and and how did you find out?
1: I was on the Isle of Wight cycling around the Isle of Wight in an annual event. I uh, had stopped for a coffee and was checking my phone and I had a message from um, a local Canadian journalist who wanted to let me know that the Peel police had issued uh, a statement that there had been an arrest in, in this case. I, I had mixed emotions at that point, obviously delight that in a few short days, that this man had been taken off the streets, that I think there'd been certainly some frustration that that hadn't happened more quickly. But also, of course, it's, it's, uh, it's also quite an emotional moment because that's the man who supplied poison to my son to take his own life.
2: And how has the last week been for you, David, seeing the story about Kenneth Law in The Times and, and hearing this podcast?
1: The last week has uh, been quite tough in the sense that it brings back uh, a lot of memories of my of my son but it's more than worth it for the impact that this story has had looking forward i'd like to understand why we've allowed kenneth law to operate for nearly two years i'd also like the focus to be not just on him but on others who are supplying this poison and also other similar means to vulnerable people in this day and age it's beyond belief that we have a society that allows people to do these things and do them in in plain sight there's a number of lessons that that need to be learned here and that's going to be my focus over the coming months and years
2: You've been listening to Stories of Our Times, a podcast brought to you thanks to the subscribers of The Times and Sunday Times, with me, James Beale. The producer is Will Rowe. The executive producer is Kate Ford, and sound design was by David Crackles. The full three-part podcast series, Poison, an additional episode with Professor Rory O'Connor on suicide prevention, is available to listen to now, here in this feed. Just search for poison. Please remember, if you or anyone you know may have been affected by this episode, we've put a link to the Samaritans website and phone number in the description notes of this podcast. Also, if you have any information about a suicide you believe involves Kenneth Law's poison, or know Kenneth Law, please don't hesitate to get in contact with me. My email address is james.beal at thetimes.co.uk. And if you're already subscribed to The Times and Sunday Times, you can read all of my articles and investigations into Kenneth Law online at thetimes.co.uk. Thanks for listening.
1: Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes.